0: Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Welcome to the Rational Believer Podcast. Episode 13, Problem of the Philosophers, epistemological flaw, ignoring and doubting the rational procedure when establishing sound knowledge. In the introduction before this episode, we mentioned that the problem of the philosophers was not using the rational process of acquiring knowledge, and so we mentioned how we were going to branch off into discussing two main areas in which this drew problems. The first one in establishing knowledge, and the second area in discussing the reality of the unseen, which is God. So in this episode, we'll be looking at the establishment of knowledge and how the philosophers committed these epistemological mistakes in trying to ascertain truth. So, as discussed, p- philosophers they like to establish the basis of knowledge that they can be sure of. and this branch of philosophy is known as epistemology, what it is that we can know. And we mentioned this in episode four. This would provide the building blocks of establishing certainty of God's existence. So if you doubt the method of knowledge or tools that you use to establish God's existence, then that would mean you could doubt God himself, which is the conclusion based on the method of knowledge that was used. There are many views on this topic that the philosophers had over the ages, from Plato's claims that our experience of the world is no more than shadows and that the true reality lies behind or beyond those shadows, Today, Descartes doubt of everything except his own existence. From the empiricists to the idealists to the skeptics, all with different views of knowledge. Even in the Islamic world many philosophers who started to dabble with the translated works of the ancient Greek philosophers started to also get affected with these ideas and fall into circles of confusion because of a lack of a clear basis of thinking of these matters. One of the reasons for these many views is the use of hypothetical thought experiments, which leaves the discussion open to any imaginable scenario. The problem with these discussions and the methods of thought experiments is that they are not necessarily based on reality. So as an example there is Descartes' clever demon scenario where he imagines a demon has convinced him of the reality around him which does not exist but which in reality or which is really a dream. Likewise in the Islamic world philosophers would use these thought experiments not grounded in reality to make a case for their point such as the famous floating man of Ibn Sina, or Avicina as you know in the Western world, to argue for the existence of the soul. Because these thought experiments are not based on the real world that we can sense, so for example a demon that makes us dream, or a floating man, then the conclusions that are derived are open to many routes that the imagination can come out with. The author of these thought experiments will only naturally focus on the route they wish to take in order to prove their point, a form of bias. However, even in the presuppositions that are made, there will still be different interpretations or routes that you could take to interpret the discussion. For example Descartes thought experiment that a demon that controls us is making us think that we are alive and that 2 plus 3 equals 5 where in fact we are dreaming and that this controlling demon is making us think that we are conscious and that really 2 plus 3 equals 6 he then argues that god must be true because god implanted this idea within our thinking (coughs) however it could be argued and has been according to his same parameters that it was the same demon that made us believe in this untrue idea of god the biggest problem here is that there is no grounding for the assumptions that are taken in these thought experiments if what is taken as an assumption has no truth to it then what is built upon it will also have no truth however the assumptions in these thought experiments are not grounded in reality so for instance the assumption of Descartes thought experiment above where he assumes that we are really dreaming and a demon controlling us is making us think that we are alive, does not agree with what we know and sense between the difference of our conscious state and our sleep dream state. So, if you were dreaming right now, why aren't you being chased by lions and flying away from them as you might do in a dream? Why isn't your long dead relative making an appearance and sitting next to you? Why are those things that happened to us in our dreams not happening to us now? There is a noticeable difference between dreams and reality. As discussed earlier, the framework of knowledge and establishing truth is important, otherwise anything can be claimed. Not one of these philosophers could deny to live within their sensed realities, which has to be the basis upon which we build our knowledge. Otherwise, why do we refer to it when it comes to everyday living? You would not survive very long in this world if you denied the reality of the world. If you decided to exit a room through the wall instead of the door, you would find your bones broken. Actually, one philosopher by the name of Pyro had a philosophical lack of trust in his senses that led him to ignore cliffs, oncoming wagons and dangerous dogs, and his friends had to follow him around to protect him from these various everyday hazards. Note that Pyro's philosophical stance, which was no knowledge is definite and therefore to be trusted, is argued to be self-contradictory, for this life premise to him was definite and trusted knowledge. Thank you for listening. In the next episode we'll be looking at how the philosophers got it wrong in their descriptions and thoughts about God. See you next time. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. La Allah, Allah, Allah.